when we say millennials, I'm talking anyone born between 81 and 96. So that's roughly ages 23 to 38. That's considered a millennial. Now, the reason why I'm talking about millennials in the news today, an interesting story about how things are changing because of millennials. Millennials have an amazing amount of buying power and they are influencing and they are changing everything. But this story popped out. I have a couple of things I want to talk about that millennials are killing. And it's just it's not that uh, this is not about a critique on them, but they move the way they move and their desires and the things that they're into. Unlike us, Generation Xers, they're shifting the culture in real time. Now, as you tell the story, I will turn it into a critique of them. OK, OK. Well, <laughs> there are very some critiquable things. Stay hating, especially this is going to go up. It's undoing all of your old man nature. Oh, mode. man. Here's the first. You're my old school nature. Old man. <laughs> Well, you got to be an old man to have gone to that old school, my friend. Yeah. I guess you, you know what I mean. I guess about you got right. your pencil. You want to sharpen it? Before my number two. Take some notes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Where's my protractor? Yeah, you hey. need your bifocals too. Meanwhile, Jr. has an app for all of that. And while you're trying to punch it out, he's like, "It's done." All right, I just text the phone. I text it to your email. The doorbell is dead because of millennials. That's the news story. Let me tell you what's happening here. Millennials are killing the doorbell. Now, people are saying, and these are millennials, they admit that the doorbell scares them. And when they hear it, it seems too aggressive. So instead of ringing a doorbell, now they're texting, I'm here. And they'll just stand outside. Weak. (laughs) They'll just stand outside of the house and wait for somebody to come outside. What if I got my phone on me? Millennials have that phone, my friend. Yeah, we'll wait outside until you come out. So- Another person that chimed in on this story said that they don't like the doorbell because their cat judges anyone who rings it because they look at it as a sign of danger. That is a uniquely millennial thing. Doorbells. Oh, man. I mean, aren't we moving into the future with the ring doorbell? Isn't that in the news every week where you can see people video-wise on your phone? But it's still a doorbell. Yeah, but nobody probably all they use it for is a spy cam. No one ever. I had a doorbell at my old place. Nobody ever rang it. I still use the doorbell when you go to someone's house. Yeah, absolutely. What if they know you're coming? I still use the doorbell. I ain't got time to sit and wait. I might jiggle a hand a little bit. What happens if uh if like uh, people are asleep? Like one or two people are asleep, they'll just like text me when you're here. Don't uh, ring the doorbell. No, no. If the text is gonna wake them, then the doorbell can do it first. <laughs> huh. Okay. I'm about efficiency, JR. All right, yeah, that makes sense. The doorbell is just one of the things on a list that are changing because of millennials and their living habits and buying habits. Real estate industry. It's going down. All of these industries are either fading away or going down if you factor in the millennials' numbers. Millennials aren't buying homes like they used to. And I've noticed this trend for even past millennials, uh, Generation Xers. The buying a house, a 3 2 with pool. A screened in, right. you know, whatever, whatever. It's not the American dream anymore. The house is not the American the dream. Picket fence, white picket fence. It's, no it's just not. Well, well, there's a lot of factors that go into it now because uh, millennials, people in my generation now, uh, have college loans. So we we're more concerned about paying that first before buying. Did college just come about with your generation? I mean, I had a college loan too. <laughs> yeah. No, but I like, no, but, no, but our generation has like college now has been more expensive than it has ever been before. Does that make sense? So for a one semester, I remember. Well, like college last, has always been expensive. But it was more affordable back then. Mm. 
I don't know that I, I understand that there's a that's a thing that's a significant thing the, the student loan. But um, can I can it, go, ahead, go ahead? I was going to say I got a Could list it here, be that the millennials are getting degrees that are unusable, and that's why because people back in the old days would get a degree that they could then graduate from college for and go right into the workforce. And y'all getting degrees in uh, art, hematology, and and Jurassic Parkology and. And here, basic here, chicanery, ology. Here goes Mo with his ologies. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the list. These Go are to things. Driving school. These are things that millennials are killing. Relationships. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I get millennials it. aren't doing this. Uh, it says according to research conducted by Gallup. That's a poll y'all respect. Only 16 percent of millennials were married, and 14 percent were living with a significant other. They're just kind of dating now and kind of hanging out for extended periods of time. Not really a relationship, not sort of permanent, kind of temporary-ish type of situation. Yeah, like friends with benefits kind of thing. Yeah, and that's more of the norm and that's going a little further. Now, here are some of the things I find interesting. Things that millennials are killing. Handshakes. Millennials are not doing handshakes. And growing up, I was always told that it was an important thing to be taught how to shake a hand properly, especially as a man. That's how you judge the person. And you will still be judged by how you handshake someone. And a lot of people have a lot of apprehension about it. You ever have somebody uh, damn near break your arm? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you got to be firm, but, you, you know, this whole trying to, like, crush somebody yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not in an Iron Man competition. Or the wet noodle handshake. Well, they're saying that because this is happening – Generally, millennials' handshakes are weaker. Just across the board, just a general kind of a weak, yeah. weaker handshake. That's because they don't even really give a damn about you. I mean, we like to give daps, you know what I mean? But daps. sometimes when we touch an old people's hands. There you hands, go, Kevin. Nah, man. Daps. The handshake listen, has been listen, replaced good, by the dap. Good luck at the boardroom with that. How many times you dap Keith Lawless? <laughs> How's that working out for you? A few times, you know. Oh, man. You about it, yeah. All right, millennials are killing breakfast cereal. What? I had too much sugar. Yeah, man. and it, Unhealthy. 40% of millennials reported that cereal was just, it's also, oh, it's also inconvenient. Cereal? That's what they're saying. The bowl and milk. Eh, they're not doing it. Too but much sugar. How is that sugar? inconvenient? The nope. numbers the numbers are showing it. It's just uh it's dropped significantly between 2009 and, and 2014. What are they, does it say what they're replacing it with? It doesn't say what oh. they're replacing. It just says that uh. it's not convenient is the reason why most people aren't doing it. Replacing it with hummus. Not for breakfast. Hummus and crackers, yeah. And of course, since we're living in a gig economy now, nine to five jobs, millennials are, you know, it's a gig economy. You may have three or four jobs or five or six jobs, make a little money here, make a little money there, do a little Uber on the side, Postmates, whatever it is. There's a lot of gigs that you can get and make a living without with flexible schedules. So that's an option now that was not an option before. But I think that's uh, that doesn't include millennials. I've seen a lot of older people, older generations doing that as well. Well, yeah, that's what older yeah. people opting into this. That's yeah. not a. That's not the bulk of the people who are who are doing these things. It's uh, mostly millennials have created this. It says seventy percent of seventy seven percent of millennials feel a flexible work schedule allows them to be more productive. They're not locked into a nine to five, even in the tradition of working during the day. They're more apt to want to work jobs where they can work around the clock and just have something that fits their lifestyle. I don't know. I like. I mean, I would not want to have purely gig-based jobs. I understand I, if I'm going to work for someone, 
I want to have something that's kind of established instead yes, of I agree. 10 different jobs. But there are people, I know people that are making more money than I am, but, well, that's not really like an impressive statement, but they're, they don't have a traditional job. They log in, they're making money off their phone. That's pretty good. Yeah, you can't really hate on that. I, I see that changing, the way money is made being right. changed. We're talking about things that millennials have just, they've either stopped doing or it's just fading away, and this is being represented. You can see, you can just see it in the culture is happening. The next one on the list is one that I read it, but I still don't get it. Honeymoons. It's not that millennials aren't going on honeymoons. It's that... There's a trend now of called uni moons. <laughs> have you ever heard of a uni moon? No, I have not. This is the craziest thing. Okay, it's an individual honeymoon where couples travel separately and go do their own thing. Oh, I heard that before. A uni moon. Mm-hmm. According to New York Post, one in four Americans prefer traveling alone. So, so, so I understand this again. So yeah. they're they're taking you get married, right? And then instead of going on a honeymoon, like, hey, we've both always dreamed of going to this place or that place or Jamaica so I can wear my little Speedo draws, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And hide behind my wife. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know sure. what that means either, but I know, I know you don't understand what I'm about Speedo draws. <laughs> um, they go on separate vacations, Mo. That's just stupid. It's a unimoon. This is the this is the dumbest one. I understand some of the other ones. You save more money, man. You don't have to pay for anybody no, else. No, you pay for yourself. No, you're playing for two separate yeah. vacations going in opposite directions. Because you're married now, it's all the same money. Listen, when I'm married and I want to do what I want to do, then I'm gonna do it. Yeah, let me know how that works out for you. Uh, don't, yeah. don't spend too much money on a wedding gift, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know. You, you might as well just burn that cash. No, hold on. Just, just buy two of them. One for her, one for me. I don't know that I would want to be with the woman I could talk into. Hey, how about I go this way, you go that way. I'm going to Vegas. Where you going? See your grandmama? Deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 727-579-1025-800-771-1025. Before we go further in this list, Let's take a couple of calls. I'm sure we have some millennials on the line. Let's talk to Tyler. Tyler, you're on the Soul Brother Kevin Show. Hey, guys. What's going on? Nothing much, Tyler. Hey, so I was just calling a comment. Yeah, I'm considered a millennial. I was born in 94, so I'm, I'm 24 this year, turning 25, and I don't feel like I really fit the bid as a, a millennial, you know. Uh, but right now, I'm, I'm currently married. I've been married for four years. Oh, wow. And I have... Yeah, and I have a two and a half year old son, and I have a daughter who is due in about two weeks. Congratulations, Tyler! Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. How how is uh, every how's all like, that you know, how's all that working out for you? Fantastic, you know. I mean, you know, I, I met my I met my wife at, at work. You know, I was I was I was in a relationship at the time for you know two years. I met her, and then that was it. You oh, know? two years! So you and were eight. Started, you were 18, and then you met this woman, and then you were 20, and now you have, you're 24 with two kids. Man, you've met moving fast, Tyler. <laughs> I know what I, I know what I want. I'm not I'm not into the whole, you know, like I'm not into partying. I don't drink like very often. You know, I'm I'm right. kind of, you know, just trying to get my stuff together, make sure everything's you know good to go. I, you know, I knew what I wanted, and she was what I wanted, and. You know, I ended up marrying her, and then all right, Tyler. You know, about two years later, we had our first one. So you, you scared me, not Tyler. Mo. Did you know what you wanted at twenty four? Mm, I thought I did. I had a lot of ideas. Did I know specifically yeah. what I wanted? Not necessarily. What I'm wondering, Ty, I'm wondering if, if if we talk to Tyler in six years when he's thirty, 
I'm just wondering what how how what you will if if everything if anything will change, Tyler. What do you think? You said in six what? In six years, when you turn thirty. I mean, you're still a very young guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, wife is she's like you know another version of me. We like all the same things. I don't think anything would be different. I mean, I I might be in a, in the same career field. I know my son's going to be older. He's going to be you know he will be eight. You know, playing sports, my daughter. I'm. She's gonna, you know, be doing her thing in six years. I'm not sure what she'll be doing, but I'm talking about. You know, I'm talking about you. Day. I understand, Tyler. I'm talking oh, about me? you because well, I, you don't. You, gotcha. you didn't have your twenties. You know, and that's something because my wife, she's a little bit older than I am, um, and she, you know, at the beginning of, the, of everything, you know, I'm talking about you know getting married and having kids and starting a life and everything like that. That's something that she brought up. You know, you never got to live in those party days when I did that in high school, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, like I said, I'm not interested in the whole going to clubs and, and getting drunk and things like that is, you know, silly as that. All right. All right, Tyler, do me a favor. Call me, call us back here in six years. Now we won't be here, <laughs> but, but there'll be somebody here and uh, they'll know how to get in contact yeah. with that Ryan hobby. Know how you do whichever one of us is still alive or something or so good luck, Tyler. We appreciate it. Hey, you, yeah, absolutely. You guys are doing great. Love the show. All right, there you go, dude. Twenty four. I don't know. I just don't know that I. I. I maybe maybe that's good. Some people do know exactly what they want, and they're able to just dial it in, and they don't waste any time. I didn't know that I wanted to do film. I and I always wanted to do that. Now I didn't. Man, everybody want to make a movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know anybody that was didn't want to own a nightclub. I did a bar. I did some videos here there. I I followed it, but it didn't. You know, I, it would be years later before I was starting to really make anything worthwhile. You're killing me. I'm just saying. I actually did at that age. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I know you were like wife three and a half at that point. <laughs> Brett, you're on the bone. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going good, um, Brett. So, just like the last guy, I, I was born in 94. I fit the description of a millennial. You uh, sound like one. I, uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have a lot of the characteristics of a millennial. I more fall into, I would say, the Generation X, like you guys were saying, strong handshake, buying a house, settling down, you know. Uh, and I think it's crazy that these these couples want to get married and then go on a separate honeymoon. I this, that's, it, that's that, the weirdest thing on the list to me. That is so strange because any time that I think about going anywhere, uh, my second thought is, okay, I got to accommodate for my fiance. Mm, and, yeah. uh, and my whole goal right now in life is not to be out partying or doing whatever it's to go buy a house i mean i work 14 hours a day and uh, i just put in away the 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 money so that i have something to settle into here's what i'm hearing brett here's what i'm hearing and these millennials and and, and god bless you you guys are you, you guys aren't reading between the lines here we've had two young millennials call up say they're married that's one of the biggest symptoms of a millennial, being pee-whipped. <laughs> I'm engaged, not married. You, engage is, yeah, yeah, yeah. means there's still hope for you. Yeah. Brett, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to take What's the that? go to YouTube and type in the red pill. You'll thank me later. All of you going to thank me. I'm engaged, but I'm not married. Engaged to do what? Yeah, that's like saying, I got season tickets, but I'm not at Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't get that. Yeah, you're going to be there eventually. Yeah, Micah, yeah, yeah. you're on the bone. What's up? 
Hey, I got a, I'm a millennial. I'm 25, and I got a short story to tell you. All right. Millennial. All right. So I woke up from my 9 to 5 job, and I ate my bowl of cereal. I went over to my fiance's house, rang the doorbell, gave her father a hard handshake, asked him to marry me. Then I married the girl. We went on a honeymoon together. I bought a house, and I'm a very happy man. All right, Micah. This is not the conversation I'm having. Why are all the millennials trying to call up and go, I'm nothing on your list? <laughs> These are trends bigger than you. You might be the exception. You might not be one of the people on this list, but you still suffer from it. That call, the way it was structural, very millennialish. Millennial humor is some of the worst. Let's talk to Nick. Generation Xers are just old, so you're just cranky. Yeah, you were, yeah. we're still running it, though. Yeah. Nick, you're on the bone. What's up? Running it not that well. Hey, what's going on? So, hey, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm 92. I'm a, I'm a considered millennial. And I, I'll admit, as much as I don't want to admit, I do subscribe to a lot of the millennial kind of you know lifestyle, whatever. But the Unimoon is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in my life. I think the Unimoon was put into this article to get people to get outraged. They do that with all of these kind of lists. There'll be <laughs> yeah, one right. thing that'll yeah, hit you yeah. from the left side. I, I, I've never heard of anybody talking about a Unimoon. No, not at all. I mean, I last year went on a great honeymoon, and I wouldn't imagine going separately. That's just weird. You just got married. I don't know. That's just weird. All right. There you go. Thanks a lot, Nick. <laughs> all right. I'm going to take this last call, and boy. I got a couple more I'm going to tell you after the break. Let's start with EJ. EJ, you're on the bone. What's going on, man? Hey, man. How you doing? Doing good. Um, so I just want to start off. Um, I'm not a millennial. I'm born 97, so just right outside that bracket. I'm 21. Right. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of that data could be misrepresented because, for example, you say something like uh, 14% of the people were married. However, the majority are going on uni moons. That doesn't really make sense to me. If only 14% were married. And then also, yeah, on top of that, you know, the, the age range was, what, 23 to 38? Yes, that's what... So the, I feel that, like a lot of these... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, go ahead, go like ahead. A lot of these people uh, answering are probably, you know, 24, 23 years old because the 38-year-olds have jobs and families to take care of. So it, they're not doing their side gigs all the time. They're working their 9 to 5 and actually taking care of the family. Right. But for the purposes of this story that I brought up, it's 26 things that millennials are killing. These are trends that are actually happening. And the data in this, and also it's a lighthearted conversation. So don't be such a stickler for things. These are things that we see that are happening <laughs> yeah. in social media. It's happening in pop culture. It's happening in society. Like, for instance, pants. The sales of pants are down because millennials aren't wearing pants. So Whereas all of these numbers may not match up to you, for the purposes of having an entertaining radio show, we're just kind of kicking it, man. Not really trying to. This <laughs> yeah. isn't the next election data here. Why use pants? Pants. No, I, and I, I enjoy the show, um, but I was just wondering, like, if they give any information on, you know, how many people maybe answered the survey, or if there was an age no, range be- of the people that answered. Exactly, because Generation Xers don't look at that kind of stuff. No, they exactly. don't. <laughs> no, that's no, what I'm don't. saying. And the people that are close to the Generation X are actually living, you know, typical lives, I would say. And so they're probably not even seeing the damn survey. Yeah. Generation Xers don't care about statistics. No, they don't. Nah. All, by, it sounds like you. <laughs> hold on. So, so, so what, do you, what do you have over there, JR? Oh, Abin, what do you mean? In terms of what? Exactly. <laughs> pants are down. The sales of pants are down. The reason why is because millennials are opting to wear athleisure-type clothing. They're wearing more workout clothes. Yeah. So you can almost make a correlation. Whether you respect the numbers or not, 
you can and I'm a big data guy. Matter of fact, the whole story is based on uh, data. The, the reason you can you can make a correlation between athleisure and people not wearing jeans to the reduction of fabric softener. You don't need fabric softener for shirts that are, you know, quick dry yeah, and wicking shirts exactly. like that. So yeah. those things are, are, are tied together, too. When we return, I'll tell you how millennials are also killing lunch ah. and canned tuna. Let's talk to Joel. Hey, man. I was just. Hey. Yeah. So, brother Kevin. Joel, you're on yeah, the air. Okay. You jump, yeah, you put yeah, yourself you. on the air. <laughs> no, no, I was just. Hey, I called because I, I haven't listened in a while. I used to listen all the time. And then I heard you tell another. I, with any context, I heard you tell another caller to check out the red pill. And, of course, that made me wonder, like, are you talking about the documentary by Cassie J? Are you talking about the concept of being red pill? I'm talking about the or, concept. The, the, the documentary did nothing for me. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, you know, essentially the, the other side of being woke, right? It's, it's how some people, some people talk about being woke. Conservatives generally call it being red pill. That, so that's what you meant? I am not talking about the political aspect of red pill. I'm talking about the... Um, the relationship, the dating, the life advice, like, like the guy that just tried to call and give me life advice. I really appreciate yeah. it, but um, I'm good. No, I'm talking about the <laughs> other part. I'm not talking about the political part. So you're talking. So you're talking more just like opening your eyes to the realities of, of dating and. Well, think and, about this, Joe. If, if if you notice, yeah. I've always given that advice to, to to take the red pill when someone calls in and they say they're getting married or they're engaged or young people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm not talking about the political thing at all. And I was wondering how long I was going to be able to say that before somebody called up and asked me if that's what I was talking about. Well, yeah, because of course I do spend a lot of time on YouTube and. I'm pretty familiar with the red pill who are, or being red pilled. Who, who do you who do you watch? Context. Who do you watch, Joe? Do, I watch a lot of different things. I watch a lot of Joe Rogan. I watch a lot of Stephen Crowder. I watch a lot of Ben Shapiro. I watch a lot of Tim okay. Pool. I watch a lot of a lot of different people. Sometimes with a conservative slant, but not always. Because I also like a lot of a lot of guys who are more like part of what they call the skeptic community, and they tend to be. Okay. More center left. So, yeah, yeah. You're on the political on part. Issues. I, no, that's political, but also like on on just cultural dating, like MGTOWs, the guys who are who don't believe in. <laughs> I'm not married. I'm not MGTOW. But no, me neither, man. Me neither. I, I'm married and have four kids. But oh well, you can no, you can be. Hold on, you can be red pill and be married. Yeah, yeah. So I was just curious. I was curious about the context. That, that's what I wanted to wanted to hear because I hadn't heard that on the radio before. Well, so. here's the thing, Joel. If you thought I was red pill in the conservative sense if you read any of those blogs and those message boards those guys aren't necessarily fan of the brothers oh no i mean it depends on who it is right uh, like so, some guys some guys not i mean yeah joe hey, joe come on joe you know what it is come on i gotta no, go you no. know you, yeah but you, you know what it is now he knows this sounds like he knew what it was whatever th- he does know what it is that's why he called <laughs> with everything you got to take it with a grain of salt and you got to take what applies to you and whatnot so for you millennials that are so sensitive I'm reading for a, from a story. I, I haven't given an opinion on any of these uh, things. I just think that um, I think it's interesting. We're in the middle of a, a shift, a, a cultural shift, just kind of like when we went into the industrial age. We're like at the fourth industrial age, a revolution now. I remember my father working at the post office and then computers came on board and went from you know analog to digital. And I saw my father get lost because he was afraid of computers. It wasn't that he was a smart man. He had been doing his job for 35 years. He knows how to do it. And then, you know, you start with this whole, you got the older guys, and then you got the new crew coming in. Me, I've had a joystick in my hand since I was a baby. I grew up with Atari. I grew up with ColecoVision. So the concept of the digital world, I don't feel like if I push a button, 
that something's going to explode. My dad feels like if I mess this computer up, they're going to get me, whatever that is. And we're in the middle of that now. And that is why I'm talking about millennials, because they're the largest. They're going to be in power. They're the largest group. They're the influencers. They're making everything happen, whether we like it or not. So I'm, I'm giving you a little extra on why I'm doing the story, not because I want to hate on millennials. I just I think it's interesting. And as a guy who's not a millennial, I like to pay attention to what's going on. And it's the reason why I'm still hanging on and a lot of attempts to take me down internal and external. And I'm still here. Back to you, millennials, and what you're killing. Millennials aren't <laughs> drinking beer like they used to. Ah, why not? We're drinking more craft beer. No, I mean no, uh, that's more beer. Wine. My bad. My they're, bad. They're so. drinking. They're drinking more craft beer. If you go into that, they're drinking more craft beer, but they're drinking less in general. Millennials don't drink as much as as Generation X did. You guys are killing the Budweiser Clydesdale. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad for you. Alcohol is bad for you guys. That's not why they. Uh, that's no, no millennials aren't. Dude, they're not. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all not smart like y'all didn't figure something uh, out like, with the drinking. Like we're, we're, we are, we're not gonna drink. We're y'all drunk as hell. We're, we're health conscious. Wait, wait, this is what I'm. Y'all, y'all also, y'all also uh, swiping and showing up to strangers' house. <laughs> uh, did you swipe me, Kevin? Let's, let's do it. I don't think you're we're listening. The doorbell I don't think you're listening to the millennials because from Jr. I have learned that uh, alcohol is bad, fatty foods are bad, yeah. and that college is expensive. These are things I never knew. <laughs> so yeah, I thank know, you, Mo. JR. Giving, we know, Mo. We didn't, we know you, I, we know okay, you. Mo, what about this? What about this? Millennials as a whole are not using bar soap. Bar soap is a thing of the past. They are a smelly bunch. No, uh, we're using more of the liquid stuff, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah but the, they- The poofs and stuff. Oh, yeah. that's like girls, huh? Use yeah. that loofah to put it on you, huh? Use that butt scrunchie <laughs> to put that, that that liquid soap on you, Jr. Do you squeeze it in your face and go ah? Jr. said he had a loofah, a man loofah. Yeah, man loofah. No such thing. Uh, I don't use them. Well, of course they say it's gross. Soap is gross. Pubic hair. I get this is something I, so I get. Gross. If you have to share it. If if I were if I were at a, a situation where you know you go in somebody's guest bathroom and then somebody if you you know the soap has got hair on it I don't want that on I I don't just know. give me something to squirt I'm not sure about you but I've always I mean I don't have the bar soap in the like guest bathrooms but I've always examined the soap before I put it back down yeah no Mo but I don't want the soap. you didn't scrubbed it all over your body. <laughs> Millennials got this one right, man. We don't yeah. need bar soap, Mo. We didn't it for five minutes. What are you man, doing? I you, like to yeah. get up you, on it and scrub it. I, 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 how often you take a bath, Mo? I never. I, I, I take well, a shower. Bath, shower. Oh, Come shower. On. Y'all get so damn technical. You know what I'm saying? When do you wash your ass? Good Lord. Oh, Lisa, every other day. Uh, you don't want anybody to walk away thought you're taking a bath when you really take a... Well, you I, wear sandals, don't you? I need... Don't you wear sandals? In the shower, no. No. I, I, <laughs> I can't talk anymore. Nobody understands a word in the shower. <laughs> there are some people that do that because they feel like there's bacteria on the shower floor. That's do you wear sandals in your life? No. You don't own a pair of sandals. No. You, you I know do where not. they wear sandals in showers in prison? And in the military. Yeah. And it doesn't help because the water goes through the sandals. Right. No, right. you know why they do that, right? Well, yeah, I know why. Yeah, okay. You see my big toe? <laughs> That's why they do it. Yeah. And you're also walking on kids. Where? Oh, well, nah, they, you're slipping on it. <laughs> Prince Eric, you're on the bone. <laughs> hey, good evening, good evening. How y'all doing? All right. Bob uh, Blah, okay? Uh, <laughs> no, I had let him go. Uh, I don't hey, know yo, what yo, yo, he... <laughs> I don't know what he said, dude. I can't. We can't oh, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right, my I, That could have been 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's that could have been, been wild. Yeah, it was All right. wild though. He didn't have to do that though. He proved he wasn't white. <laughs> <laughs> I just, hey, I can't have any because people have some wild ideas sometimes. Hey, can I cuss on that in Russian? <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. This There's one Russian FCC guy going, ha ha! I've been waiting forever. Got you. <laughs> After 20 years, and they'll call Trump, and Trump will come in here personally, drag your ass <laughs> down all four flights of cells, and tell you nobody's gonna ever believe you. This is true.